The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We've learned to hide our true feelings and emotions from the view of the outside world for fear of being seen as weak, undeserving, or not enough. While this strategy works well for a while, many of us are realizing it is not a sustainable way to continue living life, especially when there is so much that we want to achieve, create, and contribute. Welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership with Shameen Sadek. In this program, you'll hear from Shameen and her guests about what it's like to face these fears head-on and courageously share emotion, vulnerability, and experience in service of creating connection, resilience, and extraordinary results. Now, here's your host, Shameen Sadek. Hello, and welcome to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. I'm your host, Shameen Sadek, and you're listening to us today on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I am pre-recording this show, and it is the day after the election, the federal election here in Canada. I stayed up a bit later than normal to watch the unfolding and was absolutely thrilled to see that um, Canadians have voted for change. So I thought I would just mention that because, um, well, for a number of reasons, uh, A, I'm happy about the change, B, I want to remind us all of something, something that I think is really important. Do you remember when Barack Obama was elected the president of the United States? I remember that day. And I remember the videos from around the world of people weeping and cheering and and just so happy. And I was one of those people very, very happy to see that again, you know, like we had yesterday here in Canada, in the United States, the country had voted for change. At the same time, I noticed something that was a bit disturbing. I watched people saying things like, he will free us. He is the answer to all of our prayers and all of our problems. And I thought, um, be careful. Be careful. He's a wonderful human being. And I think the world of of your president, my fellow, uh, my, my, my people in America, my listeners in, in the United States, I think the world of him. But at the same time, it's unfair to project our whole life, our freedom, our whole experience of being human onto one other human being. And that's where I felt a bit cautious. And so I'm sharing that with you because I feel the same way today. Um, We don't have the same level of euphoria, at least I haven't noticed that in the media this morning here in Canada, although we have uh, many, many celebrations happening today. And and I, too, you know, plan to celebrate tonight with my family. But at the same time, I'm reminded of that caution. You know, let's not project onto our new prime minister that he will... Um, reverse any 
ills that we feel have been done, that he will save us or that he will free us all. Don't put that all onto one person. If you want things to be different, then you must be the change as well. So we voted for change. And on the show last week, you heard me talking about it was election day when we had in the last show, it was election day. And you heard me talking about how uh, this was the chance to actually affect a difference in our external current reality. So the truth is, we we voted for him, we voted for the Liberals, and we have them now, we have elected them to the government, and that's wonderful. But now it's up to us. It's not just up to Mr. Trudeau, it's up to us as well. So he'll do his part, but we have to do ours. And so I just want to remind you of that. It's not all up to him, it's not all up to his cabinet, and it's not all up to all of the MPs that were voted into office, whether they are a liberal, conservative, or any other party, it's actually up to all of us. So if we want to be free, and if we want to live differently, and if we want to have a change, then we must initiate that freedom and change within ourselves. I saw a wonderful um, clip on YouTube, and I wish I knew who the speaker was, but I'm not familiar with this person. So I'll see if I can find it and post it on my Facebook page. But it was a gentleman who was talking about happiness. And he said, if you want to be happy, then you have to be happy. (laughs) It's not for someone else to make you happy. It's not for someone else to be responsible for your happiness. You can't blame other people if you're not happy. Um, You must initiate your happiness with yourself. And so I'm saying it in the same spirit. You know, if we want things to be different, then we, we must be different. If we want to live in a country that is tolerant, that is accepting, that is diverse, and a celebration of that diversity, then we must be tolerant. We must celebrate our own diversity and the diversity of others. We must be welcoming to ourselves and others. And so I invite you to look at your own life and say, how can I be the change that I want to see out there? How can I initiate that change here inside of me, in my own home, with my own family, and so on? All right, so enough about that. (laughs) Let's begin as we have been for these past months with a few moments of just mindfulness, sitting, getting grounded together. And so I invite you, as always, to find a comfortable seated position. Um, If you're, as I am, at a desk, then, you know, let your feet uncross and let the bottoms of your feet come into contact with the floor. Good. And let your shoulders roll down and back or back and down. Uh, Imagine that your shoulder blades could just slide down your back a little bit. You know, so many of us walk around with tension in our shoulders and our shoulders up around our ears. I know I do too. I spend some days way too much time on the computer and that crunches my right shoulder up. So this is a chance to just let it loose, let it, let it uh, slide down your back. Place your hands, palms facing down on your thighs, somewhere between your hips and your knees, wherever is comfortable. And Bring your eyes to either closed or kind of half closed and looking at the floor about four to six feet in front of you, whatever is more comfortable for you. And let's just take a couple of deep breaths here together, breathing in and breathing out and breathing in again through the nose 
and exhaling through your mouth or your nose, whatever is more comfortable for you. There isn't really any right way or wrong way to do this. The main thing is to allow yourself the grace of a few minutes with yourself. And so we will sit together and just breathing in and out at your own pace, letting your mind rest for a moment on the breath. Just use the breath as an anchor, something to connect to, and see if you can just remain connected to your own breath. Perhaps you'll be able to feel the sensation of the air as it enters in through your nose. And when you exhale, maybe you can feel the the rush of the breath as it passes through your lips on the way out. Any way of staying connected to the breath will be helpful. And breathing in and breathing out at your own pace. Good. And as we sit here together, notice perhaps if any part of your body is calling out to you. I notice a little fluttering in my stomach this morning, sort of mid midway between my my, um, the bottom of my torso and the bottom of my ribs, somewhere midway there, I feel a little fluttering. What do you notice as you sit with yourself today? Is there any sensation anywhere in your body that's trying to get your attention? Is there a thought that keeps popping into your mind? Just notice Send energy to that sensation or that thought. Send good thoughts or good energy to it and let it go. There's nothing to fix or change. We're just practicing being with ourselves, bringing our awareness to ourselves, and allowing ourselves to be just as we are. Good. And as we bring this moment of mindfulness or pausing or whatever you want to call it, I sometimes just call it sitting, as we bring this moment of sitting to a close, just imagine for a moment, uh, see if you can bring up a picture in your mind, a picture of yourself, yourself being the change, whatever that change may be. It might be something that you, you wish our new prime minister to do for us. Imagine yourself doing that for yourself, whatever that is. It might be that you want more peace um, in your life. Imagine yourself then being more peaceful. It may be that you wish for some dynamic in your life to end. Maybe some conflict that you're in with your spouse or your employer or your children. Um, imagine yourself then ending that conflict in a peaceful and loving way, maybe being the first to offer the olive branch 
maybe being the first to be brave enough to have the real conversation, not the one that is masking what's really going on. And as you envision yourself being whatever change it is you wish for the world, as you imagine yourself being that change, smile at yourself. Acknowledge your inherent goodness, your inherent value, and your connection to everything that is each other, whatever situations we're facing, even the new prime minister, we have so much more in common than we have in separation. Good. And as we bring this moment to a close, just take a deep breath and maybe give yourself a big stretch, reach your arms up overhead and let your body just oh, stretch out, move from side to side. And then we can enter this conversation that we are having together. Good. So I had an interesting experience this morning that I wanted to share with you. Well, actually, I want to share a little bit more than just my experience this morning. I've been thinking for a long time about how to do things differently Um, I've mentioned it from time to time on the show, and I think I'm pretty transparent and authentic with my process and what I'm noticing. And I've been noticing that although I love everything that I'm up to, I love every bit of work that I do. I love doing this radio show. I love working with my clients. I love working with the kids at the school. I'm tired. I am tired. And the cost of the way that I've been doing my work is high. And it's led me to think about, you know, how can I do that differently? And at the same time, and and I've made some, some forays into doing it differently. I've looked at different structures. I've tried to initiate better self-care so that I won't get so tired. There are many, many different ways to look at this. And I was invited to take a sideways look, I guess. Um, I don't know how else to to say this, but if you imagine in your life that there are threads, there are threads or storylines that are running through, if you imagine life on a time continuum, uh, let's just go with a left to right continuum. That's the way we kind of represent time in, in, um, in the way that we think about time generally. And imagine that that through that continuum, there are threads that run through. So the, the details of the story will be different. The scenarios will be different. The relationships will change and new actors and people will come into our lives and people will leave. We'll go to, from one job to another or one profession to another. But there are some threads that remain constant throughout. I find it very difficult to see those threads in my own life. I find it very easy to see those threads in somebody else's life. So when I'm working with my clients, I'm great at saying, here's a thread I'm noticing in your life. And and they find it very helpful. But I struggle to look at my own threads often. And I was invited to do that uh, this morning. I I have struggled with um, self-care. I have struggled with work-life balance. I have struggled with how to offer my gifts without using myself up in the process. And I've been asking, you know, what can I do differently? And this morning I had an experience um, where I kind of got brought face-to-face with 
this big thread in my life. And that thread is, I'm always rushing. I'm always rushing around. I always feel like there's not enough time. I always feel like I'm behind the eight ball. I, I feel like my right, my life has been, especially in the past couple of years, has been this relentless roller coaster that I cannot slow down, nor can I get off of. And this morning I came face to face with that when I was eating my breakfast really quickly with my son. And I ended up uh, not really, I wouldn't say choking, but kind of choking on something that I was eating. It was more like a little crumb from a piece of toast kind of flew into the back of my throat and irritated my throat. And I started coughing. This has happened to me once before. And I had to actually make a 911 call the last time it happened because my throat closed up completely from all the coughing. This time I was aware that that was a possibility and I decided to use mindfulness actually and breathing and relaxation to um, head it off. Now, is that what made it not happen? I don't know. But it looked like it was heading downhill in the same way it did the last time and my poor son was beside himself observing this and witnessing this and wondering if he should make that phone call. Uh, It ended up fine. I'm fine. Everything is good. And we didn't have to go there. But all the way to school this morning, dropping him off and all the way home, I thought, this is a strong message, a strong, strong message that I'm receiving. And I need to really pay attention to it. I'm kind of done not paying attention to it. So I share that with you because I think it would be helpful for us to take a sideways look. And I wanted to share that bit of context. Then I want to talk about some of the the sideways things that I've been noticing um, and how they fit into a larger context. And And then I want to invite you to do the same. So we're about to take a break. But when we come back, I'll share a little bit more in terms of where I'm headed with all of this and how I think I can help you. And then let's talk about you and what you can do and how we could work together in order to um, change some of these long life patterns that are no longer serving us. Now, I don't know about you, but I've got many, and I'm guessing that you do too. And maybe we even have some of the same. So um, I'm finished with with, um, just talking about it. I'd rather actually move into action and do something differently. So, this is Stories from the Heart of Leadership. We'll be back after this break for more on this sideways look at your life. Hello, I'm Shamin Sadiq, the founder and CEO of Anjali Leadership. Anjali means heartfelt offering. And it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better, but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision, results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. If you want to learn more, visit anjaliedership.com. Ready to work with us? Go to anjaliedership.com and let's get started. 
Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamine an email. Her email address is shamine at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I leadership.com. Now, back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Welcome back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. This is Shamin Sadek, and today we're taking a sideways look. So I mentioned to you that these signals have come to me over and over again about slowing down and pausing and um, taking better care of myself. And I, I feel embarrassed sometimes to even talk about it. I feel like a broken record. I feel like I'm talking about it all the time. And if I track back over my show, I'm sure that I've mentioned this many, many times. So if you're getting tired of hearing about it, um, yeah, you're not the only one. And at the same time, maybe this is what life is. Maybe life is about living a pattern um, and then and then becoming aware that there's a pattern and then deciding whether that pattern is still useful or not. And if it is carrying on with it and if it isn't, making some choices about how to do it differently. And then maybe once that choice is made, maybe life is also about getting knocked down um, despite your good intentions and then uh, getting back up and trying again. Maybe that's what it's all about too. So I've been talking about a couple of things here. I've been talking about how I've been thinking about new structures so that I can be of service in a way that is um, uh, useful, uh, but doesn't require quite so much of my direct energy. So like I deliver all of my services myself. So I coach people one-on-one on the phone and you know, I love that. I, I love my clients, love working with them. And then I also go and work in person with people. Uh, usually with leadership teams where we sit together for a couple of days and uh, delve into deeper conversations about leadership and effectiveness and performance. And people find this very, very helpful. And I'm so delighted to be able to do that. But I've been thinking about how can I offer this in a way that, that does two things? Well, maybe three things. One is a way that allows more people to avail themselves of my services. How can I do that um, without kind of second, secondly, without killing myself in the process? And if you're one of my clients and you're listening, I want you to know it. You're not killing me, but it's the way that I'm, that I'm working that is, um, that is detrimental to my health. So how can I deliver the value that I know my work has and make it available, but not use myself up in the process? And third, how can I do that in a way that um, sustains me? Because quite frankly, we all need to make a living and um, we need the, the income to support our purpose. So how can I do this in a way that meets all of these three criteria? And so as I found um, myself thinking about that, 
thinking about how to leverage my gifts so that more people can avail themselves of what I have to offer, thinking about how to do that with more ease, thinking about how to do that um, and still uh, receive the financial return that one needs. And also how to, at the same time, thinking about how to expand, hmm, I don't know really how to say this other than this way, so hopefully this will be meaningful to you, how to expand the container of my work. So right now my work is kind of in a little box and that box is called leadership development and executive coaching. And it's so rote when I say it. I mean, you know, what do you do? Oh, I'm a leadership consultant and I do executive coaching as well. Um, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful thing. It's important work. There are tons of people out there doing that. I'm one of them. Uh, I'm really good at that. That's great. But I've been in this sideways look that I've been taking at my, my work life and my whole life. I've noticed that there's something that I'm doing. No matter whether I'm working with leaders, no matter whether I'm teaching or mentoring coaches, no matter whether I'm with the kids at the school in the power circles that we're doing at this elementary school that I work with, no matter what the audience, we're doing the same thing. And that's that sideways look, that's that thread that runs through the whole thing. And what we're doing is, well, on the largest level, I think what we're doing is we're building resilience. And I think that's something that is desperately needed in our world today. We've lost a lot of our resilience. We still have tons of resilience. I mean, people live through the most horrible things and survive. And so from that sense, we are very resilient as a, as a species. And yet at the same time, there's a decline in resilience that I'm noticing. I'm reading articles about how kids are going to college and not really able to cope with the challenges of everyday life. And um, I see it in, you know, my own kids as well. I think we've protected them a little bit too much and then they can't really handle the bumps and bruises that come with life. And so this work is about becoming more resilient. That's the largest frame I can hold it in. And I'm choosing to hold it in that large frame now. But I'm also saying, as I hold it in that large frame, how do I make it like kind of chunk it into something that people can actually understand and, and, and avail themselves of? And so the other thing I've been thinking about is what, what are we doing? What are we doing? And so what we're doing in my work is we're When I work with people, we're looking at those stories. We're looking at stories that people tell themselves about themselves, other people, and the way things work. And when you dig down deep enough into the layers of stories that we all tell ourselves, whether we're aware that we're telling them or not, there are some quite outdated stories (laughs) that we are telling. Case in point, I... um, tend to yell at my kids when I want them to do something. And I mean, I ask them first and then they don't listen and then I start yelling. And this is a terrible pattern uh, that isn't working. And it's easy to say, well, they're little brats and it's their fault. And that's not true. My kids are not. But it would be easy to say it, say that about it and sort of blame it on them and blame it on, you know, how entitled kids are these days. But I decided to look a little deeper. And when I looked a little deeper into myself, I realized that Part of what's going on here is that um, they are uh, responding to my lack of firmness. So why am I not firm? So I say something, 
I ask them to do something, they don't do it, then I start yelling. Why don't they do it in the first place? Why is that? And when I inquired into that, I realized that often when they don't do something that I've asked them to do, I don't issue a consequence right away. Uh, I'm a little bit kind of um, flexible, I guess. Us, but not in a not in a predictable way. So sometimes I'll say, you know, turn the TV off and come up in five minutes, and then five minutes go by and I don't come down to say, okay, it's time to come up. I sort of assume they will. I get s- sidetracked with something else, and then I forget, and twenty minutes have gone by. But I'm I'm just basically not very predictable. I haven't been very predictable on those kinds of things. And so it's easy for them to just kind of, you know, um, maneuver <laughs> with that and, and use that situation to their advantage. So I asked myself, what would it take for me to actually be more firm? And I realized that part of it is I don't like it when anyone feels bad. So when they sulk or feel bad or say, oh, but we, we were just watching something, it's almost over. And I say, well, it's bedtime, so you're going to have to watch it later or whatever. I'm using a simple family example here to illustrate something that's much bigger than just about me and my kids. Um, when I feel bad that they are feeling bad and I can't kind of be with that bad feeling in them, that's what makes me uh, give in. That's what makes me become mushy and not firm and not clear. And so for me, I, I have to address that story. I mean, why is it that I, I'm not okay with someone else feeling bad? Um, well, if, if they feel bad, then it means that, that I, I've done something wrong. And if I've done something wrong, what does that say about me? Well, it says I'm not a very nice person because I made someone feel bad. Now, <clears throat> if you listen to that story, I'm sure that many of you can resonate with some version of that. And I'm sure that intellectually you can say, well, it's not, it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you made someone else feel bad. It, it just means that they didn't like what you said. And I get that intellectually too. But in the moment when this is all playing out, it's the old stories that come into play. And so that's an example of what I mean by old stories. My, one of my old stories is it's all up to me and it's all my fault and I'm kind of responsible for everybody else's happiness. And you know what? It's just not true. Um, what am I responsible for? I'm responsible for myself and I am responsible for my kids but I'm not responsible for their happiness. I'm responsible for guiding them, for providing some stability and some frameworks and some boundaries for them so that they can grow up to be resilient human beings who are respectful, um, uh, can think for themselves, um, and uh, can sort of navigate with a bit of grace. So that's that's what I mean. And that's what I realize I've been doing is whatever the context is, it could be at work, it could be at home, it could be in the community, in a school, in your role as a leader of a team, as a, as a coworker of someone. These are all the, the, the common thread that I realize runs through everything that I've been up to is about um, uncovering these stories and then deciding if these stories need to be upgraded or changed. And so in looking at all of that, I, I have been thinking about how to offer what I have to offer to all of you in a way that can help you to change your stories, if that's something that's going to be useful to you. And I believe it seems to be useful to just about everybody that I've worked with so far, and I've been working 
working with human beings for 10 years in this way. So um, I'm guessing that a few of you will find value in this and also to do it in a way that uh, enables lots of people to use what I've got and does it in a way that doesn't kind of use me up in the process. So some changes are on the way. Some new things are, are coming. And what I would love is for you to stay in the know about those upcoming changes because I'm going to be offering some of my services. I'm going to be piloting, offering them in a different way. Um, I may do a webinar series. I may do um, sort of a blend of webinar and home study with some coaching um, uh, sort of uh, sprinkled in but not as um, not in the same way that I've done it before. So they may be group coaching sessions or there might be uh, an individual session that happens along the way. There, there are lots of different models to play with, and I'm going to be playing with some of those models. And if you want to know about these models, um, listening to the show is one way, and you actually get a lot if you listen to the show. Uh, because I'm always sharing what I'm learning, and I always invite you to look at your own life if, a similar view. So there's lots that you can get just from listening to stories from the heart of leadership. But I want you to know what I've got going on um, and to help me to craft it in such a way that it will be most useful for you. So what I would love for you to do is go, okay, so here's what you need to do. If you're listening on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, then you're probably looking at a page that has me at the top top and and says stories from the heart of leadership, I want you to go to the link that says free gift from Shamin. Um, Go to that link and click on it. And that will take you to um, a subscription page where you can sign up to receive my newsletter. That way you will receive all the updates about what's going on, the invitations to participate in perhaps a pilot. And for sure, I want to get your feedback about what I've been talking about and what I'm uh, creating so that it can be something that is useful to you. So when you go there and click on that free gift link, you're going to, uh, first of all, you're going to see that you're going to receive something. um, because there is a free gift. If you've been enjoying the meditations that we've been doing at the beginning of the show, then you'll love the free gift because it is a longer version of that. Um, and it's actually a grounding. I call it a grounding experience. So it's a it's about 20 minutes long, and it's something you can do once a day. And I find um, it very helpful to have uh, something to follow. So you're not just sitting kind of by yourself. You can listen to this. And it's me guiding you through 20 minutes of, of sitting, breathing, coming into awareness with yourself, of yourself, but also connecting to the earth and, and grounding to the earth and sort of letting the earth um, support you. And there's a whole uh, process uh, by which you do that. That has been very, very helpful to me, and that's why I want to share it with you. So you will receive that, and as well, you will be subscribed to my e-newsletter, and that way, I can keep you in the know about what's going on. So that's what I've been sitting with this these past months. Um, I've been sitting with this. I've been thinking about this. I've been percolating on this. I've been busy as well with the everyday things that, you know, an entrepreneur has to do like work and look after home and family and kids. And I've been 
letting this kind of um, make its way with me and I feel closer and closer. Well, obviously I'm sharing more of it with you today and I feel closer to launching it. I'm working on some of the back end infrastructure that is required to launch some of these things that I have been sharing with you. The main thing is um, that I want to, I want to interact with you. I feel like on stories from the heart of leadership, we get a chance for you to hear me um, sometimes you get a chance, you could call in, uh, when the show is live, you could call in and we could have a conversation, but I, I don't, I don't get to speak with you or hear from you very much. So, uh, this is one way, uh, when you join my newsletter list, then I'm going to be reaching out to ask you some very specific questions about how I can, how I can serve you. But as, as well, there may be things that you'd like me to know right now. Um, and so that, uh, you know, send me an email. The email address is shameen, that's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at anjaliLeadership.com. And I would love to hear from you about what you think about the show, uh, what you think about what I'm saying, um, whether it resonates with you or not, uh, what would help uh, you more, what would you like to delve into with me that would be really helpful and empowering for you in your life in in building more resilience and better performance for you. You know, that's the kind of thing that we need to be in a conversation about so that I can craft the new offerings in a way that meet your needs, in a way that serve you well. So big invitation there. Click on the free gift, get on the list so You'll be in the know and send me an email and let me know what what you're thinking, what's happening. All right, let's take another break. And when we come back, there'll be more on this sideways look on, on stories from the heart of leadership. We'll be right back. Want more positivity in your life? Are you ready to get healthy, happy, and energized? Join the Stella Donna Goddess Gals, Cynthia Bryan, and Heather Brittany for a power hour of stimulating, supportive conversation on Star Style. Be the star you are. A lineup of best-selling authors, celebrities, and experts join the effervescent mother-daughter dynamic duo in this upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio playground. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Lend us your ears. It's power time. Hello, I'm Shameen Sadiq, the founder and CEO of Anjali Leadership. Anjali means heartfelt offering, and it's no accident that my company is named this way, as our work comes straight from the heart. I spent years working within organizations where well-intentioned leaders somehow managed to create more frustration and disappointment than anything else. You know what? I was one of those leaders, and I yearned for something better, but didn't know what it would look like or how to make it happen. Fortunately, I do know now. At Anjali Leadership, we specialize in helping you climb out of these limiting patterns of behavior so that you can pour your energy and passion into creating the vision results, and business performance you've been striving for since the beginning. If you want to learn more, visit anjaliLeadership.com. Ready to work with us? Go to anjaliLeadership.com and let's get started. 
listening to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. If you have a question or comment, or just want to find out more about our program, please send Shamin an email. Her email address is shamin at anjaliLeadership.com. That's S-H-A-H-M-E-E-N at A-N-J-A-L-I Leadership.com. Now, back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Welcome back to Stories from the Heart of Leadership. This is Shameen, and we're talking today about looking in a sideways way at our lives. And I've been sharing the sideways look that I've taken at my life lately. Um, I joined a training that, I mean, you know, the thing is, I'm great at working with human beings. I'm really good at that. What I'm not good at is marketing, um, packaging, um, making offers that are online, um, that are useful. Uh, I, I'm good at doing in-person events and, and working one-on-one and one-on group with people, but haven't been so great at marketing myself. And I've been blessed. I've had a lot of demand and it's been, you know, there's been no shortage of work. But I'm really curious to learn more about how to, 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 to do things online, to market myself online. And so I decided to take a training. And I'm taking an awesome training. Um, it's so funny because a lot of my friends, when I told them th- that I was doing this, they were thinking, what are you doing, Shamin? You don't need to do that. You're so good at what you do. But you know what? I might be good at what I do, but I'm not good at what I don't do. And what I don't do is market. So, and leverage things. So I'm taking something called the product launch formula. And, um, the, the guy who's the, the face of all this is, um, Jeff Walker and he's awesome. He's, uh, he's just, I, I love his style. I love, love his authenticity. I love his down to earthness. And then as well, he's just very organized and he's got a formula. Now I'm not one for loving formulas because I tend to be also very organic and in the moment and kind of going with the flow, but that's not, um, going with the flow can be really, really good. And going with the flow sometimes is flying by the seat of my pants. And sometimes that bites me. So I get bitten by doing that or get, you know, caught unawares. And um, I decided that getting some structure to guide this whole evolution would be really, really useful. And so I, so I did. So I joined it and, um, I joined this program and it's an online program and there's a wonderful community that's associated with it. And I'm just really, really delving into this work and I'm sort of eating it up to the point that my brain hurts sometimes <laughs> because I'm exercising a de- another part of my brain, not the part that is primary for me. So it's just been, it's been really, really wonderful. Um, <clears throat> and so, it's funny because I, I put my story out there today. Um, we have a Facebook group. Uh, this, this course is about four weeks in. So I think it's maybe six or eight weeks long. And we're sort of half, we're at the beginning of the halfway mark. And I haven't had a chance because I've been eating it up and sort of letting it kind of, um, I've been consuming it and I've been letting it roll around in my, in my brain and in my mind and in my heart. And so I haven't really been ready to articulate anything to the group about me or what I'm up to. So today I had a bit of time this morning, so I did write. And I wrote essentially what I've been saying to you. I said, I, I want to take this sideways look at myself. Here, here are some of the things about me that, that are true. Um, but I don't 
can't see those threads when I look at myself. I find it very hard to see. So I said, if anybody has read this, and I'd written quite a long, lengthy post, so you know, I, I don't blame people for not reading it. It's probably way too long. But a couple people read it, and one in particular read and said, um, you know, the thread I see or what I notice when I read is that you're so authentic and that um, it's, it is about changing your story and changing your life. And I started to laugh because, and then, and then she, she said as well, your story is very inspiring. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, I, I get that. But, you know, I never think about that. I just think, oh, well, I'm just being myself. Um, and change your story, change your life. It's so funny because those exact words have come to me over and over and over again. And I just think I've always batted them away. I've always thought, oh, that's too pithy. It's too simple. I mean, you know, come on. It sounds like a cliche. You know, nobody's going to really care about that. And um, and here's someone saying that's exactly what she heard in me was change your story, change your life. And, and you know, her her spit, her take on it was quite positive, not the negative one that I've been attributing to that uh, when I judge myself. So you know how at the beginning of the show I was saying, um, don't project that somebody else is going to change everything for you, that you have to actually be the change. Uh, I realized even in that interaction, there's an old story. The old story that, you know, what I've been up to is not really that big of a deal. It's not true. It's actually a huge big deal. It's a huge big deal that because of the work that that um, people have said yes to with me, that their stories have been able to be identified, illuminated, and then if they so choose, changed. And the changes that they are making to their stories are having an impact in their lives. And, you know, it's like this huge, ironic, beautiful intertwining that I saw in this moment when I read this person's feedback. So I saw myself judging myself. I saw how that judging is an old story. I thought, oh my God, I'm guiding other people and changing their stories and and I have old stories that need to be changed and that's the irony and the beauty of it. I'm not inviting anyone to do something that I'm not totally engaged in with myself. So let's try something together. I've been talking about me for a long time (laughs) on the show and because I'm pre-recording it, there's no opportunity for you to um, to contribute to the conversation in this moment. But we can be in a dialogue about this together um, beyond just this hour that you are listening to the show. So here's what I want you to do. I want to invite you to do this. Find uh, a partner. Find someone Maybe a friend, maybe your spouse, or maybe some other human being that you are in relationship with, someone that you know, but maybe not someone that you know so well. And ask them if they'd be willing to engage in an experiment. Oh, you know who would be great for this would be your colleagues, like, um, you know, someone that you work with who you have a a degree of trust and respect um, with, but not someone who's like your best friend. And, and see if they'd be willing to do this. Um, we did it in a workshop one day, and people were raving about how useful this was. So um, sit with that person and ask, and do this. Each person gets a turn to do this. But what you do is, for five minutes, you talk about your life. You tell them your life story. 
And there's no rules about what your life story is. You just have five minutes to tell it. So for five minutes, you tell them your life story and they, for those five minutes, they listen. That's all they do. They don't ask questions. They don't make comments. They don't say anything really, um, unless it's just to encourage you to keep going. They are just listening. So they're not just sitting there passive like a stone listening, but they're actively listening. And so you want to choose, you know, someone who can do that. Um, and let them hear your story. And then after the five minutes, when you're finished, um, they thank you for sharing your story. You thank them for listening. And then they get to tell you what are the threads that they heard. It's an amazingly powerful structure um, because they will hear things that you like that were so obvious to you that you didn't even see them. I guarantee it. If they're, if they're, you know, if they're at all interested and available to listen, then they will hear some threads. And the wonderful thing is that um, then you get to return the favor. So now after they've shared the threads that they heard in your story, you thank them for that. You might have a short conversation about it, but for sure, write down some of the things that they said, especially whatever resonates with you. And then um, shake that off and switch roles. So now they tell you their life story for five minutes, just five minutes. You can use it, use the timer on your phone. Um, it sounds like a small amount of time. You'd be surprised how long it is once you start talking, but for five minutes, listen to them and just listen, take in their story. Now, again, it's not about just sitting there. If you're not a coach, then maybe you're not used to listening. So that's, that's okay. I'll teach you. Um, I'll give you some guidance here. Uh, what you need to do is just sit and take them in. You need to just sit with them and listen to what they're saying. So you're just going to um, hear their words. You're going to hear their story. You're going to notice what emotion it uh, activates in you or what feelings or thoughts come up in you as you're listening. You're not going to share any of that until they're finished, but you're going to as well watch how they are while they're telling you their life story. Um, where do they come alive? Where do they um, kind of skim over things? And just notice how they are in the telling. And when they're finished telling their story, thank them because you know what? Um, it's sacred stuff sharing your story with another. It's vulnerable stuff. I, I don't feel as vulnerable about telling my story often these days because I'm in the habit of speaking that way. But if you're not in the habit of speaking with other humans that way, then know that it's a very vulnerable thing to share your life story. And, um, and then tell them what you notice about what you notice about them, what threads you hear in their story. See if you can take that sideways look at their life and look for those threads that cut across the timeline that are kind of the, the patterns or the themes, if you like, that you hear in their story. And um, you would be doing each other a great service if you did that. Even just listening to someone else's story, by the way, for five minutes, uh, can actually make the huge make a huge difference to that person's life. So know that the listening um, is a gift, the sharing of the story is a gift, and then the willingness to say, "Here are some themes that I heard in your story." 
uh, is a huge gift because often we can't see those themes because we're so in them, living them, that we don't see them. So part of this, so so I invite you to do that and and send me an email and tell me how it went. And, and if you actually do it, like really, I want to know what did you notice about yourself? What did you notice about the process? What do you notice about your relationship with that person afterwards? I mean, how does that change things, you know, a week later? Um, there's no time limit on this. So send me an email anytime and let me know what you notice, um, what the benefits are, um, how it was helpful to you or how it was not. Maybe the whole thing is a bunch of bunk. And if that's the case, that's okay. I mean, if it doesn't work for you, that's fine. I won't take it personally. Uh, that's good feedback as well. So, uh, and also tell me what would have made it better. Um, how could I help you to do something like this so that you could see these threads in your own life in a in another way? And would you like to have a group um, call about this? Would you like to do some homework uh, um, on your own? Would you like to have a conversation about it? I mean, you know, is this even something that matters to you? Give me some feedback. Let me know how it is um, and whether anything that I'm saying is is resonating. I'm sure some of it is, but I want to know more about that. I don't want to just assume. Okay, so we have um, talked about looking at life sideways, looking for the threads and the themes and the patterns. We've talked about stories and how um, how stories kind of impact our behavior, uh, determine what we do and what we achieve and what kind of the outcomes are. We've talked about the opportunity to change the story and then maybe create a different outcome. I've shared some of what I am thinking about here and I've invited you to do two things. Go get that free gift so that you can get on my newsletter list and and stay updated about what these um, new offerings are going to be. And secondly, send me an email and let me know what you're thinking about. Um, why do you listen to the show? What's helpful about it? What do you want more of? And let's begin to dialogue with each other. I'm really hungry for your thoughts. So uh, with those two invitations, I will bring this episode of Stories from the Heart of Leadership to a close. I wish you a wonderful day, a wonderful week, um, and and be the change you know, be the change you want to see in the world. Don't wait for someone else to do it for you. Uh, take take your life um, into your own hands and make a commitment to yourself. I will speak with you again next week. And until then, take good care. Thank you so much for joining us today for Stories from the Heart of Leadership. Shamin Sadek will be back next Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope you'll come back as well. Have a wonderful week, and remember, we are all members of this great human family. You are not alone. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 